Welcome back to 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. My name is Logan, and you're listening to the Artist Interview Series. It's spring 2022, which means Pacifest is coming to town in Buena Vista, Georgia. And one of the bands there will be the Pink Stones, who we have here today. Hey, how's it going? This is Hunter from the Pink Stones. How you doing today, man? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Just uh, trying to relax on a Saturday evening. Nice. Yeah, it's nice and sunny here in Athens, Georgia, so I'm just taking it easy, yeah. Yeah. Did the band uh, start in Athens? We did, yeah. We, uh, most of the guys, we've had some member changes here and there, but most of us met uh, while we were in school at UGA. Right. Yeah, we were studying um, music business at UGA, and I was playing in bands at that point already and had been for a long time, but met some of the people that I ended up playing with in the Pink Stones, and we just kind of started playing, you know, that's how I met some of those people. Awesome. What type of music were you playing uh, before uh, country rock? Um, I played in the hardcore and punk scene for, you know, a very long time before I... um, started doing the country sort of thing um that's kind of how i came up and cut my teeth playing music and yeah. i still am involved in that scene quite a bit or whatever but i just you know do something a little different now right that's such a switch uh is there any artist that like yeah. really influenced you into that um like in, in uh hardcore and punk music uh that and then into uh country Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the big one for me kind of switching over my, you know, main playing or whatever was Graham Parsons, you know, uh, like getting into the birds and all that kind of stuff, you know, because it's like that's sort of like the in my eyes, like the punk rock side of country, you know, it's like still doing country music, but like with a little bit of something else to it, you know, and I guess that's maybe why that appealed to me in that sort of way. And then the more I got into it, you know, the more I started listening to like the original and older stuff that they were trying to emulate anyways, you know. Right. And say, are there any uh, country rock bands that you uh, sort of look up to right now or? Like modern bands? Yeah. And say, but y'all remind me a little bit yeah. of a band called uh, Mapache. Mapache? They're out of uh, yeah. Southern California, I, like, I think. I like those guys a whole lot. Um you know they're like the best harmony singers and they're both really good at guitar yeah um but we have been touring with this band called teddy and the rough riders from nashville and we're about to go out on tour with them again um pretty soon in like a week i guess now that's Um, awesome but i really like those guys a lot they're friends but i also look up to them and think that they're great yeah musicians or whatever so then there's tons of others but those two or, you know, pretty good examples for sure. Right. So I saw y'all uh, booked a show at South by Southwest. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited. That's why we're going out there with uh, Teddy and the Rough Riders. Um, so we will, yeah, I guess we're doing like four or five shows at South by wow. and then touring on the way home with those guys. Awesome. That sounds like a fun time, man. I'm very excited. I love going to Texas and we haven't been with the band since uh, last summer. So it's been almost a year. So I'm excited to get back out there. Yeah. And say, um, speaking of shows, uh, how did the uh, Pacifest show come together? Um, I got an email from this guy, Corey, that um, he lives in America's now, but I'm pretty sure he is from Albany as well, which is where I'm from. And I didn't really know him while I lived there. And, and, you know, maybe he's not from there. I think he is, but, it, you know, 
he could not. Right. But I think he's from Albany. And we've got a lot of mutual friends. Um, and, you know, eventually I kind of met him, like, through Instagram and stuff. And, you know, a bunch of people said that we should be buddies. And then he, I guess, was helping book or maybe book the whole Pacifest thing. And, yeah, he just hit us up and asked if we wanted to play. And, you know, we were free and it sounded like a super cool thing. So, Awesome. Have you ever been out yeah. to uh, Pasaquan? where it's been held yeah no i haven't you know i mean i grew up like 40 minutes from there i guess and right about it uh for quite a long time but when i was a kid i was just too crazy to care about going to see something that was artistic i guess and then now that i'm older and do care about something like that i live so much farther away i get so that. i'm excited to get to go see it's gonna be the nice like character arc you know what i mean <laughs> for sure yeah it'll yeah. be fun yeah uh, you said you hadn't been out to Texas. Um, was that due to COVID and uh, just like the chaos that comes to touring during COVID? Yeah, well, I mean, right, our first tour back from COVID was w- the last time we went to Texas. Um, and it was really fun. And, you know, we did, I guess, three or four shows in Texas and then some on the way there. Um, and then, you know, we just, I guess, like since then, we've just been hitting other places you know we just got back from doing an east coast tour and we've been doing the whole southeast thing so we just haven't made it back to texas yet and we kind of knew that south by was gonna happen for us so we were just kind of waiting to go until south by happened awesome that's that makes sense (laughs) logically yeah so it's obviously like texas uh what's been the favorite like or the best i guess fan interactions you've had in cities yeah, I mean, you know, we had a great time when we were in Austin. Um, the last time we were there, you know, speaking of Texas, um, we played at Samstown Point, which we're doing again uh, for South by. This is a great, you know, like old school honky tonk bar that this guy, Ramsey Midwood owns, and he's a musician as well. And he right. plays there a lot. And they're phenomenal. We just got back from the East Coast tour and did New York and did two shows in New York this time. And both of them were really good. Um, but, you know, I mean, honestly, we haven't had, like, since COVID, haven't had too many, like, bummer shows. Most of the crowds have been nice and, you know, seem to enjoy the music and pay attention or whatever. Um, I think a lot of that just comes with, you know, COVID ending and people caring a little bit more about being able to see music, which is great. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I kind of like playing anywhere, honestly. As long as it's a show. Yeah, we've had some good times all over. Yeah. That's good. And say, I wanted to hit on what you said where it's like people, not that they, I don't want to like call people out and be like, they took it for granted, but like live music's very special. And for a minute, it just seemed like it was dead. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, in Athens where we live, there's a million bands and there's a ton of bars that you can play at and venues. So there's a pretty much a show every night, if not multiple shows every night. And, you know, before COVID, it was like (laughs) great bands would play here or like great local bands would play and the shows would always be dead. And it was like impossible. Yeah. Now, post COVID, like every show that I go to or play is just like overwhelmingly packed with people. And sometimes it's like almost uncomfortable. Right. So many people, you know, say that's great. Um, It's just great to have crowds, you know, so hard to play a show without a crowd or with a crowd that doesn't care. You know? Right. So it's cool to, 
people seem to, yeah, it seems like people maybe realized that they were taking it for granted and now they care a little bit more, which is great. Exactly. I took it for granted for sure. So I know what you mean. I've been to uh, a couple of shows that I paid for, you know what I mean? I'm just like standing around, not dancing, you know? When was it? It was like 2018. I saw Johnny Marr at the 40 Watt Club. And that was like, that's great. I remember that show. Um, I didn't, I didn't get to go because it sold out. And then I remember trying to ask to get on the guest list and it was just like, no, sorry. Yeah. And so it was crazy. It's, it's weird seeing someone of that. I guess I don't want to put him like on a pedestal, but of that like musical status or I guess legend in a venue like that. I think that's like something Athens has that's a little bit special to it where all the venues are very intimate. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, He's great. I, and yeah. I love the Smiths very much. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like that's definitely true. You know, I mean, like the biggest venue we have is the Classic Center. And that's like only for like huge shows. So stuff doesn't ever really happen there music wise. Um, and then, you know, we have the theater, but the theater is only like a thousand cap room or something. Yeah. Um, so it's like even the biggest shows here are only a thousand people, which like is a lot, but isn't really that much, you know. Right. And say that's awesome. So though. yeah, it's great. I've seen some incredible bands in Athens, you know, in small rooms and stuff. So it's definitely a nice thing. And we have some nice small bars too that bands play at. So it's you can see some really cool stuff here. It's nice. Yeah, and say so the music scene over there is really thriving. That's what we're trying trying to bring it back here. But for sure, hey, yeah, it only takes a few people, you know, for sure. Right. So introducing the Pink Stones came out in 2021. Is there a track you would want to play off off of it right now? Sure. Yeah, we can play the first song on the record. It's called Blueberry Dream. All right. Here it is. Yeah. 
Welcome back to 88.5 FM, WCUG, Cougar Radio. My name is Logan, and if you're just tuning in right now, we're in the middle of an interview with Hunter from the Pink Stones. And say, is that your favorite song off the record? It's not my favorite, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily, but I like it, you know. And uh, yeah, if we're going to listen to another one later, I feel like that's a good start, you know. Yeah. A mellow song for everyone to get back to a little bit. Right. Give them a little bit of a taste. For sure. So you said Graham Parsons earlier. Um, did you have any other music that was around you while you're sort of making that change into country? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, thank God we live in the time that we do because we have Spotify and YouTube, right. and, you know, Wikipedia. So it's like, I'm, you know, just like a music fan in general and definitely like a devout country music fan. So, you know, at that point in my time, I was just listening to everything yeah, and, you know, getting records and then looking at who played on those records and then going to other records with those same people. And, you know, a lot of those songs or like a lot of those records have cover songs on them, you know, so it's like listening to Graham, but he's covering Merle Haggard. Or, yeah. You know, George Jones, stuff like that. So it's like, you know, you can learn so much just from like taking the time to kind of pay attention to what those guys were paying attention to, you know? Yeah. And say so it gives you little nuances to go off of for sure definitely uh did you have any music uh growing up that was around you like in the house anything your parents played that really had an impact on you for sure yeah i mean my dad uh you know he was a musician um and he played drums um but he you know he likes all sorts of stuff you know he's an older dude that can get down on modern music but when we were when i was young um listen like the allman brothers and you know stuff like that and you know he was born and raised in georgia so he gets down on that listened to otis redding a bunch when i was a kid and you know ray charles was born in the same town that i grew up in so yeah all that sort of like georgia music stuff was pretty close to home for our family and then you know like just like the motown hits and stuff like that too it's just stuff that i kind of heard and my grandmother was like into country music you know so listen to like elvis and stuff um when i was a kid and at the time you know it didn't really like i didn't really totally get it or whatever like i learned a bunch of elvis songs when i was like first learning guitar because my mom was like you should learn these songs for your grandma so learn some songs or whatever and then yeah i got super into like punk rock and stuff and kind of leaned off of all that stuff that i heard when i was a kid and then you know found it again later right who were your uh favorite if you had to do a top three punk bands um you know, probably the bad brains sit at the top, I would think, somewhere near the top, if not at the very top. Um, and the Cro-Mags, uh, of course, from New York City. And, you know, uh, I mean, that's all the old stuff, you know. But then, right. like, when, you know, when I was getting into the scene or whatever, Trapped Under Ice was still a band. And, I mean, maybe they still are a band now, I guess, sort of. But I like them a lot, you know. Right. So I'll have to look them up. I'm not super familiar with punk. So that, that gave me a little bit of, to go off of. Sure. Yeah. Bad brains are like a really good starting point. Say so my manager here is like a super big punk head. So there we do the sure. show called like jukebox and you just base your pick off the next person's. I like a lot of classic punk. You know what I mean? Sure. So like I played the Ramones and then it was just like off to the races. The most obscure like punk stuff. Yeah, I mean, I love the Ramones, too. I mean, that's another thing, you know, speaking of growing up, you know, I mean, when I was a kid, I listened to the Ramones a lot with my dad. 
um, and the Sex Pistols and the Clash too. You know, right? Um, I mean, he was into all old shit, but you know, he was a like a teenager and a young adult in the seventies, the late seventies. You know, yeah. So he was like around, you know, in like seventy seven when all that punk hit for the first time. You know, the Stooges and all. I can't stuff. imagine <laughs> being there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, the seventies are such an interesting time. You know, and that's like you know a lot of my music like inspiration and taste is all the seventies. Cause it's like at the start of the seventies, you still have this sort of early kind of thing, you know? And like a lot of stuff is happening in the early sense of music, you know, country and rock and roll. And then by the end, it's like all these sub genres and subsects of music are starting to pop up. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's very, yeah, definitely. Are there any uh, artists around that you already said, uh, it was Teddy and the Rough Riders earlier. Yeah. Say, are there any other artists around in Athens or people that you've toured with that we should be uh, sort of paying attention to? Yeah, I mean, the Texas Gentlemen, you know, we've done some shows with them and they're on the same record label as us. They're just unbelievable band, you know. Um, (laughs) You know, in Athens, uh, there's so many bands that it's like hard for me to even begin to think about who to recommend. But, you know, I mean, the Athens music thing is really great. And, you know, you can, yeah, I'm trying to think of like a band from Athens, but there's too many. So if right. I say anyone, I'm going to forget someone else. Then I'm gonna feel so just check out the music in Athens right. all over Georgia too. Atlanta has seen, you know, I mean, I, I just, yeah, I love music. So I'm always trying to check out new stuff. And that's the other good thing about going on the road is you meet people and get to see bands and stuff. So yeah, I think the music scene in the world and in Georgia is very cool right now. Exactly. I feel like, I mean, first, like, film came here, right? And there's, like, a bunch of film studios everywhere. I feel like music's the second thing that's going to follow. Definitely, yeah. I mean, and, you know, Georgia just has such a beautiful history with music, you know, from, like, so, so far back in time that it's, like, you know, I feel like all the time I go places and we're doing the country thing and people are, like, oh, you know, I bet you guys wish in, or I bet you guys wish you lived in Nashville, you know, which is great and all. I love Nashville. I'm right. going there. And it has a beautiful music history, too. But Georgia, it's like people discount the fact that Georgia has this great music history or whatever. And like still, you know, so I don't know. I'm full on proud to be uh, a Georgian musician for sure. I think it's a very cool place to be from. I feel that. So we play a lot of like surf rock licks and stuff like that. And 60s pop, I guess. And um Sure. I've had I've had a couple of people be like, oh, I would I've have it. I can't speak, but you wish you were in L.A. You know what I mean? And it's like, if it also goes in the like, if you're out there, you're not going to get. I don't want to say you're going to sound like everybody else, but you know what I mean. It's nice to have a home that's not like sure oversaturated. Yeah. You know. Also, I bet everybody in the whole entire world wishes they were in California. Exactly. You know, like. You know, it's it's cool to be from somewhere else. And, you know, Joe South, he's another, uh, I don't know if you know Joe South, but he was from Atlanta. And, you know, he wrote a bunch of hits or whatever. Um, Rose Garden, I think, you know, is like a really famous song of his. And then wrote some songs that Dolly did and stuff, you know. Okay. So that's another, you know, like six, sort of 60s pop kind of, I mean, you know, he was writing country songs really, but sort of 60s pop thing, you know, but it's, it's, it all comes from everywhere. You know, people love to pin things in a certain kind of way, but you know. Right. And so the future of music is, well, I guess it's always been, everything is the same, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah. It's just a cycle for sure. Exactly. Um, 
We're going to do a little lightning round of stuff that's not music related. Sure. That's yeah. cool. All right. Whatever you want to ask. Yeah. All right. Um, what is your least favorite fast food breakfast? Least favorite fast food breakfast. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't eat fast food breakfast enough to have a least favorite. I, I'm vegetarian though, mostly. So, oh, okay. Um, you know, <laughs> that's funny. I haven't, yeah, I feel like I haven't had a fast food breakfast in a while. Sometimes I go to Chick-fil-A and just get a biscuit with no meat. Right. Jack cheese and then put Chick-fil-A sauce on it. And that's pretty good. Okay. Um, but I don't know if I have a least favorite. Yeah. They're all good. Gotcha. That's a pretty safe answer. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to offend anyone. Right. Um, favorite album as of late? Favorite album as of late? Um, I've been listening to this record called I Want to Sing, and it's by George Jones. And it came out in 1977. Um, and I had only ever heard one song off of it. I'm a huge fan of his, but he has so many records, you know. And I had heard this one song off of it that's about King Kong. And it's like this hilarious country song or whatever. But I started listening to the rest of the album recently. And it's really good. I've kind of had that on repeat for the past few days. That's awesome. What, what was the name of it again? It's called I Wanna Sing. And it's by George Jones. Gotcha. Sorry, I was typing that down. That sounds... I yeah, sort no. of just want to hear that King Kong song. Yeah, definitely. The first song is also really cool. It's like this song where he's talking about... It's the title track. And he's talking about you know wanting to sing and all this stuff. And then he talks about the music that he listened to when he was first getting his, you know, feet singing or whatever. And then in the song, he sings other songs. So it's like this very interesting thing. Okay. It's really cool. Yeah. So I'll have to check that out. Um, weirdest fan interaction. Weirdest fan interaction. Um, you know, I haven't ever had any that are too bad. Sometimes like the weird, and it's only weird to me is like when people actually know, like, the band you know yeah know the songs and stuff it's it's great and i love it and it's my favorite thing but it's always weird to me because i'm not used to it you know right but like on this recent we had some really good just like you know people who were stoked about the music or whatever and they wanted to talk about specific songs and stuff or whatever which i haven't really done yet with this band so it's kind of fun that's weird awesome. but in a good way you know yeah so i think that's all i have for you so i appreciate you doing this man cool. yeah so the station yeah, yeah thanks for having me i really appreciate it for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, the station was like, it wasn't dead, but COVID sort of killed most of like the momentum we had. And um, finally, like I'm about to graduate, but we we're finally at a level where it's about to start. It's been growing, but getting bands like you. And uh, we had another band out of Austin, Texas called Telecom that we got on here and having sort of. That's awesome. Yeah. And say, high profile bands that are like playing festivals, like is super huge. And you know what I mean? Definitely. No, it's great. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have, um, Wuog here in Athens, um, which is great. And, you know, we played on there before and it's a really cool thing, you know, to get in the car and turn it on and hear bands talking or, you know, hear music or whatever. It's really cool. Exactly. Um, and say if uh, you're not doing anything on the day of Pacifest and you want to come see them, uh, you're welcome to. Yeah, please join us. It will be a great time. Awesome. Um, I think that's it for me. Thank you so much again. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And, say, um, and that concludes the uh, artist interview series with the Pink Stones. Uh, what song would you like to end on? We can finish with Barroom Blues from our album Introducing the Pink Stones. 
All right. Thank you so much, Hunter, for being on. And come see them at Pacifest 2022. Last call was an hour ago, but I don't have a place to go. I'm just sitting around and I'm wasting time. Cause I got nowhere to be, now that you're not mine. And I'm waiting on an empty bottle to show me a sign. I got the late WCUG Artist Interview Series is produced with the cooperation of the student staff of WCUG Cougar Radio in the CSU Department of Communication. Thank you to Department Chair Dr. Dana Gibson and WCUG Faculty Advisor Dr. Bruce Getz for their help in airing this show. Operations Director of WCUG Cougar Radio, Shoei Rakawa. Our Programming Manager is Lewis Myers. Marketing Manager is Logan Swaim. And our Production Manager is Austin Slocum. This episode was produced by Logan Swaim and edited by Shoei Rakawa. You can listen to our show and more online by searching for our call letters, WCUG. Thanks for listening to the WCUG Artist Interview Series. Mm -hmm.